Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Okay, so hi, Kat. Hey, Tanya. How are you? I'm fabulous. Just fabulous. Yeah. How about you? What you been up to? I just got back from the University of South Carolina teaching a yoga for back care class there to their adult learners, and it was just fabulous. I met some of the coolest people. I love it. Yeah. That's, I was stalking your pictures, and it seemed very up Kat's alley. Yeah. It was. It was very cool. Yeah. yeah. Someone in the at the studio asked me that yesterday. They said, so who did they ask the most questions of, you or your husband? And during the presentation, they asked Edward all the questions because he has all that doctor knowledge. But afterwards, he just kind of sat in the corner like a little rock and everyone was asking me yoga questions. So it was kind of nice. We both got asked plenty of questions and it was very fun. So, And we got to see my mother-in-law because she lives down there. So that's pretty cool. 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 So what kind of new stuff do you have going on in the new year? Oh, I have, you know, lots of things coming through at the studio now. And we're excited about all the changes and all the things that mm-hmm. are happening. But lots of fun stuff. I am excited. Today we are talking about goal setting. And that's something you and I both do all the time. We're constantly setting new goals for ourselves and for our teachers and our friends and each other. <laughs> readjusting. Yeah, you know, you got to readjust. You know, John Bon Jovi said, map out your life, but do it in pencil. Ooh. I know. I you know, like that. I do too. You got to readjust. You know, so we're talking about goal setting today. And, you know, this is going to air right after the new year. And most people get into the habit of every year deciding to set a New Year's resolution. And I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions. And I know you're not either. We prefer to set new intentions or set goals. And I like having goals that have milestones that can help you. It's almost like that. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? If you set this ginormous goal, it sometimes gets overwhelming and you can't keep, you know, keep on track to achieve those goals. But if you set little smaller goals, little achievable goals, that makes it um, much easier to keep those goals. It's like it's the couch to 5K, not couch to marathon. (laughs) Exactly. So sometimes if you just, you know, make a few tweaks to the way that you personally set goals or set your intentions, you know, you can set realistic, set attainable, set goals that you can break down into smaller parts. And one of the first things that you can do is, and I know we've talked about this before, but not in a while, but set SMART goals. And the acronym SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. And if you use this criteria to turn abstract ideas into concrete plans, it gives you a real clear direction on how to do that. It makes it easier to track it. You can stay on target. You can measure your success because you want to be 
able to see it. So I love how you uh, mentioned the couch to 5k because if you decided to do a goal like I just want to get in in shape, that's a little too vague. So if you decide, you know what, I think I'm going to run a 5k, you know, in under 25 minutes by June 1st. So you've set a time, you've made it measurable, you've made it something that's attainable and it's relevant to you and it's time bound by putting June 1st on there. So then you've got parameters for your goals and it's easier to keep your motivation and all of that makes it more likely that you're going to succeed. So that's one thing you can do. Another thing is start small. Don't expect if you're setting goals or intentions, don't try to revamp your life overnight. Don't go from being sedentary on the couch to I'm going to run a marathon next month. I mean, you you can't redo all of your habits. You got to take little ones. You know, one thing that my mom is struggling with now, she's and she's struggling. I say now like it's something new. She (laughs) she is constantly organizing her house, but she will not listen to her wealth of knowledge daughter here on how to do that. She looks at her office and goes, oh my gosh, it's just way too big. I can't do that. Or she'll walk in and go, I'm going to get the whole thing clean today. And I'm like, why don't you start with a drawer? (laughs) You know? (laughs) So because in, and she has to change her habits that created her mess. You know, so if you set those smaller goals and things that are a little easier to achieve. So if she decides, you know what, I'm just going to clean out the drawers today and then starts making a plan on how she's going to put things in the drawers, then you can start, you know, start small and create better habits that, you know, can be more attainable. You know, you might want to create goals for different areas of your life because a lot of times we set goals for one area of our life, but it affects all the aspects of our life. So when you decide to set a goal or an intention, decide where does that fit in my life and how does that affect the rest of my life and check that out because they do totally stay organized. That's a big thing. You know, write your goals down. You know, I know we talked about months ago, maybe even years ago, my little favorite 369. I love that we can say we've been recording for years now. Uh, I love that. So maybe we, maybe we talked about it years ago. We did. But I know. <laughs> but I love the 369 method for manifesting desires or dreams that you want. But you can do this for your goals also. If you decide, I don't know why I got on the 5K, let me get it. I'm going to learn to bake bread, you know, or I'm going to learn to be a better cook, you know, decide what that means. What does better cook mean? I'm going to be able to to, I'm going to learn how to bake cookies from scratch. Whatever your goal might be, make it as simple and precise as you can. And then if you use the 369 method in the morning, let's let's get off cookies. That's probably not <laughs> the best goal. Let's go back to run that 5K. <laughs> I love I'm that. I'm like, now I'm going to get hungry. Um, but let's say, let's say that your goal is to run that 5K by June 1st. So your goal might be, I am going to be a runner. And so that's not making it this ginormous goal. But if you write down something simple and short, then you can write it down three times in the morning, three times at noon, and nine times at night. So that becomes part of your story. I am a runner. I am a runner. I am a runner. And you tell yourself that your mind is powerful. Your mind believes it. You know, then whenever we start looking at that, you have to prioritize your goals. If you want to become a runner, then you have to do the things that 
that will make that happen. If you decide to, I'm going to run every morning, but you won't go to bed until, you know, one at night and you have to be at work at eight, you're probably not going to make that morning run. You know, so you have to prioritize. You got to find what's really important. And when you're setting goals, when you're setting intentions, you have to decide if that truly is a goal that you want to set, or if it's a goal that I want you to set, or Tanya wants you to set, or your husband or your mom wants you to set. So once you identify the ones, those goals that are the most meaningful to you and relevant, then you can break those goals into smaller parts. Um, Another thing you can do is as we are, as I already talked about, is break down big goals, but then make it fun. Include, you know, friends or, you know, family members to help support you with your goals. If you find someone that is not a big support for you and the goal is important to you, then they're, they're not included in that little circle, you know, and that's okay. That doesn't mean they're not your friend anymore. They're just not going to be one of your support people. Another thing, when you are working on goals, you want to keep it interesting. If it becomes monotonous, or a chore. Like, you know, I, you know, you and I set this goal for doing a podcast. We set it, we started recording, and then we launched. It has never felt like a chore to me to get on and do the podcast with you. It is always fun and we always have the greatest time. So we, but one of the reasons we do that is we do keep it interesting and we talk about things that interest us. And the next thing is celebrate your progress. We love to celebrate our progress. I mean, we've been doing this for years now. (laughs) (laughs) We have hundreds of episodes. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Another thing when it comes to goal setting you want to think about is, you know, slow and steady, you know, adjust things as it's necessary. You may decide that this is my goal. And after you start pursuing it, it may not fit exactly into the mold that you had decided it was. So don't feel like a failure. Adjust, you know, modify it. You may decide, well, I was going to run a 5K, but you know what? Running's my thing. I think I'm going to run a half marathon. Adjust the goal. Or maybe it's not good for my body, so I'm going to walk a 5 Exactly. Exactly. You know, have patience, you know, but setting setting goals can be a very powerful way to make positive changes in your life and not just your life, in the life of everyone around you. Because when you start making positive changes, everyone that you interact with, especially the people that live at your house, they start feeding off that positivity that you have, you know? So remember to be realistic, create achievable objectives, have a good plan of action and celebrate the progress along the way. But what happens when you get derailed? What do you do? Yeah, well, there's there's this, right? Because some of the things that you brought up are all on this list. And I found this really cool blog about it. And there's 12 main things that derail people from their goals. Mm-hmm. And the first one is lacking clarity. And you kind of alluded to it when you brought up the information about making it relevant, making it concise, because when we don't lack clarity, then we're like, oh, but you know, this is kind of part of that goal. And so now that I'm here, I should add this part in. And all of a sudden, we're changing the end line, and we need to readjust everything. Mm -hmm. The other is being a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there is that. (laughs) I would say, (laughs) go back and listen to that episode, uh, like a hundred (laughs) ago, or a couple hundreds ago. ago. (laughs) 
right? We have our, our episode on perfectionism, but it's true because they bring up some very cool, in this article, very cool books and tips on perfectionism. And I think some of them were actually ones that we use too. The Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. So mm-hmm. it was like, I was like, hey, we already know this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. The third one is isolating yourself, thinking that you're alone in this. And you talked about finding supporters. The other is finding accountability partners or working on setting goals as a group and then being in it together, checking in with each other. But know that you're not alone and don't disappear by yourself because you think nobody cares about your goals either. So it's really trying to check in with people. The fourth is not building up your confidence. And so this comes in the form of you set this goal and then you get a couple weeks into it and you're like, I'm not good enough. And we've talked about this a lot in all things in life that I'm not good enough gene pops up a lot. Mm-hmm. right? And a, a lot in women. Oh, a hundred percent. And it, and it's, you know, it goes right back into comparison, imposter syndrome. I mean, like we've been down this road, but it even pops up in your goals. So be mindful when you hear, feel that feeling rise up that you need to work to combat it. Then the fifth one is thinking too big too often. It's a little bit like you were talking about with the eating the elephant one bite at a time. And then the solution is smarkles. So you already taught us about that. Number six is trying to multitask. And you and I have had this conversation. There's no (laughs) such thing as multitasking. You're going to basically do a bunch of things mediocrely, set time aside to do each task and do it well. It's also going to help you get to that goal. Responding inappropriately to criticism. It happens, right? And you're like, no, this is my goal. You you just don't even get to have an opinion. Although <laughs> a lot of times the people who are trying to tell us are witnessing something that we're not doing well for ourselves, perhaps. And so if we can soften our response a little bit and be like, oh, you know what? You're probably right. I'd probably get to the goal a little quicker if I wasn't behaving A, B, or C way, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to plan it all in your head. Number eight, put it on paper. Put it on the computer. Create charts if you like charts. Build a sign. Hang it on the door. Each day, give yourself a star. Whatever you need mm-hmm. to do. But don't just plan it in your head and then just think that you're always going to remember what each milestone is. And that's not going to mm-hmm. be helpful for you. Yeah, do a vision board. Do a vision board, even. Mm-hmm. The other is getting distracted. And I think we've recently been talking about big distractions. So. So yeah, it's covered in all of that too. It's one of the things it talks about is it's not that you're not allowed to have distractions when you're trying to do goals, but to schedule that distraction time. So it's not during the time you're working on your goal. Separate that time. Like, no, this is time for me to be working towards this goal. And then that will be my time for distraction time. So schedule it in, give yourself space to allow for the distractions, just not while you're working on the goal. Having an all or nothing approach. How many times, and this I'm going to throw down on resolutions, (laughs) I'm going to do this New Year's resolution, blah, 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 on day 13. You're like, how you doing on your New Year's resolution? You're like, ah, I fell off day eight. All or nothing. Why why didn't you try again day nine? Exactly. So that all or nothing mentality, it's not helpful when it comes to goal setting. No one's going to win them all every time. No one. And you learn every time you fall off. Yeah, also true. Number 11 is 
is rushing when you try to beat the time goal. It's great if it's a healthy form of rushing, but if you're rushing so much that you're not doing it well, or if you're rushing so much that you're forgetting other things in life because you're so obsessed about the goal that you lose life balance. So their solution to rushing is to make sure that you're keeping healthy life balance because Mm -hmm. that's how you're going to succeed at getting to the goal. And then number 12 is not sleeping on it. And I like this one because it's talking about sleep health. And I think we're going to be doing that episode here in a couple, but it talks about making sure that you're doing great sleep care, that it's critical that not doing technology before bed. So it's really cool because it's all very relevant and a lot of the things that we talk about all the time. So that's kind of cool and confirming. Mm -hmm. I like that it matches up. So yeah, do you have any goals you're thinking about for 2024? I have a goal that I have been working on and I've got a couple that I've worked on for a year that I just have not said out loud, Um, but I want to, and and I've actually been regularly working on them, but I don't, I have not used SMART goals to make it happen. Because if I do that, then it's a real goal. Um, I am creating some online courses and I just have, I, I, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, yeah. Nah. So I would like to at least put like yoga for back care and a couple of the ones like a yoga basics on as an online course and do those. And then I am working on a 12 week health coaching course for women and getting that out there. And that would be all via zoom and just kind of about, you know, living your best life. You know, and just tools to do that. So what are some that you're working on? I don't know. I guess I hadn't put any time thought into it. But now that I ask you, I just literally wrote down. I'm like, yeah, Tiny, what is my goal for 2024? Because <laughs> usually I do my little 2024 vision board. You know, my mm-hmm. I'm a yoga nerd. And you remember that I do this every year. And I was thinking about it the other day because I was like, oh, wow, what is my goal going to be? Because I normally have it all set. Yeah. And this is my goals. And then I I had my 2023, so now I need to build my 2024. My goals for 2023 were abundance, daily self-love, trusting in the universe, and self-energy work. And I had like created, I had created vision boards. Oh, I love that. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, I feel like now is a perfect time because it's right after, right up to the holidays. And so there's gratitude, there's gift giving. It's a perfect time to be mentally preparing yourself for the new year Mm -hmm. and yeah I'm kind of excited about it so now I need to do some thinking on that yeah I love it well one of the goals that we could do is we could do a zoom workshop together I like that. I do. Lots to consider right there. Yeah. Yay. It could be like a half day workshop to start out with. Then we could even move to a whole weekend workshop. (laughs) So goal setting is important. And I love the fact that it gives you a focus, especially at the new year. We always have such great high hopes for the new year. And it's a great way to get your new year off on the right foot is to set some goals. I love that you had self-care 
on one of your things for 2023 and you just got a massage yesterday. Is that right? Was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday? I don't even know. <laughs> no. I did get a massage yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. I actually have had three massages in the last three weeks. That's fabulous. So, you know, self-care is good stuff. So set your goals and let us know what some of your goals for the new year are. I'm kind of curious what you're planning. What are you up to? Mm-hmm. We'd like to support you. Perfect. I'm Kat Khan. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Pittas on a Pod.